Has it been a while since you flipped that thermostat from heat to cool? Turn to the experts at Griffith Energy Services before you do for an $88 AC start and check to make sure your AC is in tip-top shape. Griffith specializes in carrier, but services all brands. Visit GriffithEnergyServices.com today. Your local carrier expert. That's GriffithEnergyServices.com. License number MDHVACR01-2278. Griffith Energy Services. Doggone dependable. How excited. Dude. Oh, my God. We've oh been here God. before. Settle down. People Settle down. asking. <laughs> Settle down, Gerbo. Settle down. This is amazing. The best day ever. Settle down. I know. You ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's go. All right, Adventures in Deadland. Is this episode 30? 131. Oh, it's 31, so we missed it. But it's at, we are post-30 here in December. Happy holidays. My name is Colfax. I'm Gerbil. What's up? And, and we are dads navigating our way through a pandemic and a recession and parenting the best for our kids. Uh, it is almost it is Hanukkah time right now. That is your jam. Happy Hanukkah to you. It's also almost Christmas time for other people it's holiday yeah. time for everybody it's uh, yeah. exciting i have you can't see it but i have a christmas tree rocking right behind me and then uh there's a i can't do it there's a <laughs> angel on top and for some reason it's blinking and we can't figure out why like there's a so, bulb in it dude i think that everybody's using so much electricity that it's like shorting out in places of the house we're not we're not meant to be living in our house <laughs> like shut-ins at an extreme rate like we are my Christmas tree, the top part keeps flickering out. So like we have, we have a segmented tree that's pre-lit uh-huh. and you know how it usually has three segments or whatever. If you have like, I mean, I don't know. I've only had one of these before, but like it has three segments. So the top segment doesn't work. But okay. what's weird is, is you know how like Christmas lights have like the, the plugs that plug into each other. Yeah. Yeah. So they always have the back. So the top part of the tree is plugged in the, in between the star which lights up and the middle part which lights up so there's nothing really wrong with the wiring or the lights or any of that there's some weirdness going on i feel like it's a ghost i think there's like a bulb in this is what somebody told me there's a bulb in some lights that's a flashing bulb so if you have that type of bulb in the wire it will flash on and off but but they're not flashing they just turn off like randomly like i'll plug in the tree and then one day they're not working the next day are well, you should be careful and not light your house on fire with a shorted out Christmas tree. Yeah, that sounds awful. What are the odds of that, you think? Hi, I bet you a lot of Christmas tree <laughs> fires, bro. I'm telling oh, you. Oh, no. No, I'm telling you. I think I've read stories before that like Christmas tree lights are a huge. We're going to Google it. I think that Christmas tree lights are a huge fire hazard. They, well, we're, but what about on a fake tree? That's oh, yeah, plastic. That lights on fire, too. Aren't those fire retardant? Yeah, but they're not fireproof, bro. I mean, that's, yeah. Wouldn't it be great if they were? (laughs) No, yeah. According to the National Fire Protection Association, Christmas tree lights cause 40% of Christmas tree fires. Wow. Really? 40%? That's huge. Yeah, dude. So how many house fires are caused by Christmas trees? Between 2014 and 2018, U.S. fire departments responded to an average of 160 home fires that started with Christmas trees per year. All right. Okay. 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 164. Like, what is that? Like three per state? I'm just throwing it out there, man. I would keep an eye on it if I were you. I'm just looking out for your 
maybe four in Texas and four in California. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I would be careful. I unplug mine at night. Um, I am careful. Dude, how's your day going? Are you doing good? Yeah, man. No, dude, today has been crazy. I feel like so normally this time around December in the sales world, at least, it seems as if people are either slowing down and trying to decompress or they're ratcheting up. And for some reason, there's a balance between everybody that we're talking to, people that are wanting to hit the gas and then people that are wanting to slow down. They're still kind of here working like it's a normal week, which is throwing me off. I have to admit, dude, like this week is usually one of those ones that's either super high octane or I can't get a hold of anybody. And it's weird, but I love the energy. I like that. I'm having both, which is really inconvenient. Like I have half the people that are gassing. Yeah. They're like, let's go, bro. And then I have half. We're like, yeah, I'm kind of done. And I'm like, yeah. no, you, you can't be done right now because like, I'm not done. <laughs> and that's the thing, dude, is I'm used to that. So I'm used to that where now it seems like even the people that are wanting to do both are just even keeled on both ends, which I love. Oh, I can't so get it to happen. It's I a weird having, situation. That's great though. So my kids and we, you know, we talked at length about kids and uh, e-learning last week, but I want <laughs> you to know, like they have completely given up, dude. My son. Yeah. Put this on Twitter at Hey Colfax on Twitter. My son, instead of going to math class, was apparently there's a Fortnite update today. Ah, okay, I see. So he was Googling Fortnite update leaks on his <laughs> laptop when he was in math class. I only knew because I turned around and I was like, Yo, what are you looking at right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like, yeah. like Dextero. And I was like, The video game site? Like, what are you looking at? He's like, Fortnite leaks. I'm like, Dude, go to your math class, bro. <laughs> And then just now, my daughter, who was supposed to be in small teams learning, was playing stupid Fortnite with my son uh-huh. in the other room. And yeah. I was like, bro, you're supposed to be in class. And she yep. was like, oh, I was playing Fortnite. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she was surprised. So, That's great. It's a, it's a weird thing because I am so stoked that my kids are into video games, right? Like, I'm yeah. stoked that they like it. But, like, also, dude, you have to go to class. So, you can- so my, my situation on that is very similar, mm. but my, you know, my kids are a little bit younger and my son, he just will not pay attention and he will do everything in his power to not pay attention to whatever's going on. Case in point today, they had PE, which I didn't really know that you could do virtual PE like in the house. Sure. So the teacher told everybody to get water. And a, like a shopping bag, like, you know, the little plastic bags that you drag your groceries home in, which I thought was interesting. By the way, little side note here. The first thing my son did is put it on his head. What I like, why is that the first thing that you do? Make it the third or the fourth or the not thing to do. It was the, I handed it to him. He's totally held these bags before he put it right on his head. I, I, that's what. That's why those warnings exist, dude, because kids do things like that. It was immediate, and I almost didn't catch it. But <laughs> I did. I did. I did. Um, but so, like, they had this bag that they were going to throw up and, like, you know, run around. And so it was something that wasn't even work. Like, it wasn't, like, sitting there writing or drawing or numbers or anything. He was supposed to stand there and throw the bag up and catch it. Like, something he would do on his own. And he still didn't do it. It was the weirdest it was just the strangest thing in the world because you feel like you're doing something that they would do anyways. Like if you just didn't say anything to him, he would have been doing that. Mm. The other side is he was supposed to be doing like writing in his notebook. Like they're doing the letter T 
Mm-hmm. And he was drawing all over the book, it doing different things, drawing these like little guys. Remember we talked about the little guys that are on the walls and stuff. Like mm-hmm. he was drawing that on the side of his thing. And I was like, you're going to have to show your book to the teacher because she's going to ask for it. Well, how are you going to explain that you didn't do any teas? <laughs> I, I asked too, too long of a question for him on that one. He just ignored me. Yeah, they don't want to do anything, dude. My son had physical education today because I told him if he didn't get off of Fortnite, I was going to kick his ass and he needed to get back on his oh. computer. That's not true. I, I, I was like, please. You threw the gauntlet, bro. I just, it's, <laughs> it's, you know what? Like, it's really hard right now, man. Like, I'm trying to juggle business. It's the week before Christmas. My kids don't want to be in school. The teachers yeah. are pushing the gas, which is good. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm all about the teachers being engaged, but like, dude. Like yeah. nobody cares anymore. Everybody's kind of lit it up, man. Like let's, let's pull the brakes on this one. Furthermore. And I, this yeah. is one of the things in our notes. Um, unless depending on what happens with, with everything with the world, but my kids are scheduled to go back to class in January, like school, school. Yeah. Which is crazy. Cause they haven't stepped foot in a school building since like March. Yeah. Dude. How is that going to affect them? I don't know, man. Like, are they going to be able to sit in one place? My son's going to miss like <laughs> eating junk food every 10 minutes while he's sitting at the desk. And, but like, I, here's the other thing with that. Like my office is not reopening in January or uh, who knows when, right? So I mean, you never- get to stay home and play Fortnite rather than do work. No, I'm going to be by myself for the first oh. time in like eight months at home. Like, what am I going to do with that? Is that going mean, to be creepy? It'd be weird. Ho- hopefully I'm going to get a lot of work done. That's the idea. <laughs> I mean, that'd be dope if I could get a bunch of work done. I could have quiet, but like, I'm going to miss them hanging around as big of a pain in the ass. They are hanging out behind me. I'm going to miss having them like around here right now. I I, dude, I know exactly what you mean on two, two fronts. One, I don't really know if my son's going back like to school, school. I think that they're thinking of holding off, but I haven't seen anything the other way. But if he was going back, I'd be worried for the teacher. And here's what I was going to say earlier when you said that, you know, are, are your kids going to be able to handle walking back into a building like that? That sounds like that's not our problem. <laughs> <That's funny too. laughs> it sounds like we just drive up, throw them out the car and then drive away. You know, what's crazy. So my kids go to a charter school and I don't want to go down this route this episode because like charter <laughs> schools are so politicized right now. It's a Denver public schools charter school. Maybe we dedicate after the holidays a huge. Uh... Oh my God! Sorry, I had an email and I looked off to the side. Oh. Um, I it, charter schools are hotly contested. I don't want to make this episode about that, but we can do that in a future episode. We'll put it in the notes, right? Um, yeah. But one of the things is there's no um, bus service to the school. And then they don't take all the neighborhood kids in the area. So there's a certain level of engagement that all parents have because you have to drop them off. So like, I know the teachers really well. Um, Do they let you in the building when you drop off? No, no. Oh, dude, I'm going to listen. I know like I drop off for the car line Okay, and they, they drop it off. There's some parents that even in my daughter's grade and she's in fifth grade now yeah. would walk their kids like to the classroom, which is See, bananas to me, dude. I wanted to do that. And it felt no, weird. No, no. It felt, so, but I didn't. Okay. It felt weird to me when I first started dropping him off. Cause I was the one uh, driving him out, you know, dropping him off and whatever. Um, and so I got into this routine of kind of like walking him up to the door. Um, 
but I always at first wanted to go in and like see the classroom and stuff. But I, you know, they told us we couldn't. And I figured, you know, I knew why. Well, one time we were late. And so when they close the doors at schools now, like they lock them, like you can't get into the normal, like, and they had it all segmented out. Like this door was for this grade. You can't go into any of the other doors if you're going in and out. And so I was like, it was weird to me. I was like, what? I don't even know where the front door is to this place. Like this is the front door for kindergartners. Like, I don't know where you go for the normal front door. So yeah. we like walked around the entire building twice to figure out which one it was. And finally a teacher kind of opened the door and was like, are you looking for something, you know, like with the weird evil eye? Uh, Cause we were being kind of strange about it. And I was like, yeah, my son's late doors locked. I don't know how to get in. <laughs> and she's like, okay, well he can go in this way, but it's usually around the corner and here. And she pointed it out. Well, it happened again. And I knew where to go. So I drove right to it. And then it was weird. Like you have to press a buzzer and then like the door opens and then they're like, go to class. And then like, you feel weird. Like you like don't want to go in with them, but then you don't know if they know where they are in the school. Mm. I was worried about that. So I drove home and then I called the school and I was like, Hey, if you see my son wandering around, it's because he was late (laughs) and we went into a different doorway. And she's like, nah, he'll find it eventually. And then hung up on me. And I was like, all right, sounds great. Funny dude. Funny dude. New hot and iced Sunrise Batch Coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced Sunrise Batch Coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. I have so like I have a oh my microphone's buzzing. Um, I have a really good relationship with uh the school. When I had that weird dark time between like when I worked at KBPI and I found another job, like there yeah. was like a no compete thing, and then there was a couple months of unemployment. Like it was kind of a rough, a rough go. But yeah. I decided to volunteer at my kid's school. Their art teacher needed help. So like twice a week, I would go volunteer with the art teacher and help kids like not pace themselves to tables and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really nice. I thought it was a really good investment in time, but subsequently like it's cool because we know all the teachers and all the administrators and stuff. Plus the school is small. So like if they got lost, they would recognize my son right away and be like, Hey man, you're supposed to be here, but I don't See, know what's going to happen in January. I think they're waiting. I don't, I think they're planning on going back, but like, you know how this whole thing has been, like, it's kind of like last minute on everything. Like, I don't know. I don't know if they know, I think they're hoping to, but I don't know if they're a hundred percent about it yet. Yeah. You, you know? can't be sure. I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. Everything is kind of working its way down. Right. It, it seems like we're going towards the good times again, but we don't know. So that's, tell that's you, the man, issue. On that note, Mike's son's second grade teacher who has to yell at them every day about putting weird emojis in the, in the chat box. And like, all the <laughs> I don't know if I should tweet toward the governor, but I really think that she should be on the top of the list of people to get vaccines. Cause I think she deserved it. Yeah. Dude. <laughs> like mm-hmm. She has been getting her ass kicked. I was on a, a zoom call this morning with adults. Right. And there was one person somehow the audio was coming out of his computer and also like out of his microphone. Like he was like a feedback guy. Like every time oh, he yeah. talked, it was, I could hear myself all the time. And I'm like, dude, like, what are you doing with your <laughs> computer right now? And it was so like, I wanted to drive to his house and punch him. Right. I was like, figure it out, bro. Like it's now December. 
we've been doing virtual meetings since March. And that's only <laughs> if you just start with Ben Like you cannot be dysfunctional with this. And then I thought about the teacher who has to deal with like 36 year olds every day with the situation. I'm like, man, dude, yeah. come on, like help him out. Oh my God. Teachers, teachers are definitely saints in this time, especially like the, you know, every single one of them that are sitting there trying to, cause they don't have anything but their words to keep kids in line, which, you know, I can't even use my own words to keep my son in line. Like how is that? How is, how am I supposed to expect my teacher to do that? When That's there's like a whole group, you know what I mean? Yeah. But They're you know, amazing. what's funny is they come up with, they, they come up with creative ways. Have, our teacher uses this system called bear paws. Have you heard of this? Mm-mm. So if uh, kids are good, they get a bear paw. And if they get five bear paws, they can pull out of the treasure chest. And it's usually like some, you know, janky plastic thing that'll break right away. But the kids love it so much. And as soon as she says, you know, so-and-so got a bear paw. So-and-so got a bear paw. They're paying attention. I got a thumbs up from so-and-so. They got a bear paw. You can see, like, you can see all the kids all of a sudden, like, snap out of whatever they're doing, looking around, wondering what they should be doing, which is amazing. I never would have thought that that would work. When I started the bear paw system, it didn't work for my son. He's like, I already get bear paws, and I can make my own. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which I thought was great. That's funny, man. I think kids are, uh, teachers are good. You know, I think it's undervalued because I, I I think I remember going into kindergarten with my son and we were in there and they were talking, they had like a click chart. It was like red, yellow, blue, green, purple. I'm okay. going to guess. Right. Yeah. And you had a clothespin and if you did something good, you went up and if you did something bad, you went down and if it got all the way to red, you got a call. They called your parents and it went all the yeah. purple. They got like a, a purple sticker or something. So when they came out of school, they're like, look, I landed on purple, homie. And you're like, yeah, you kick ass, right? That's awesome. So I remember she was explaining this and there was another parent in the parent teacher. It was like the the uh, introduction course or like, you know, like the, it was where all the parents came to the school, back to school night and they were talking to the teacher. And this parent raised her hand and said, well, I want you to know I have some questions about that behavior strategy you're using. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I was like, whoa. And the teacher's like, please go ahead. And the woman said, I read a book this summer about childhood behavior. And oh then she like, countered it. And all I could do, it was, uh, look, the reason I didn't say anything is because my wife was there and you know, <laughs> she's not, she's a great controller of me, but I want to be like this poor woman teacher yes. went to school like college for four years to learn different techniques to motivate children. And then I think they have to student teach for a certain amount of time. Yeah. You know, and I don't think this is her first job. Like this woman dedicated years of her life to understanding the behavior of children. And you read a book and you're going <laughs> to challenge, like I just, it's just, un- so I feel like maybe the, the teachers will be happier when the kids are there. And because they can, it's their domain. They can handle yeah. it. You know what I mean? I, as long as they can stay healthy and safe, like I'm all about getting everybody back to business, bro. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think mentally it's going to be better for everybody. I, <clears throat> I'm also kind of nervous about the going back to school. Like, to be honest, I, okay. You know, my thought and theory on it is as older kids go, you do need, you need like that break. You know, you like the, like the holiday break, you get two weeks or whatever, what it, you know, whatever the length is. And then you go back, you're rowdy for a couple of days, but then you get back into the routine. Well, like we were saying at the beginning, like 
my son is not paying attention to anything. So he's already in mental break mode. When he takes two weeks off, I have this image of him. And this is what I'm worried about thinking that I don't have to go to school anymore. And then when he goes back, he's just going to be terrible. Like on two fronts, he's going to just be like angry and mad. (laughs) I don't know. Like, I don't know why I worry about it, but I do. Well, I'm sure your son's going to be fine. I'm, I'm really worried though. Yeah. I think you're valid. I worry about like the kids that had behavioral problems already. Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be amplified when they get back to the situation. You know what I mean? It's going to be tough. I think on the good side, like I'll take my daughter who's a little older than the other three of your two kids or my, my son. She really misses her friends Mm -hmm. and they've been doing teams calls. I think there's going to be a good psychological effect of like, being there and seeing like her friends is going to be a real big positive for things, you know? Absolutely. No, I think, I think that that's, that's obviously the benefit of going back is like, I can tell my son is sad. He doesn't get to go play on the playground with his friends or, you know, Mm -hmm. get some time to mess around or do ninja stuff or like every once in a while come home and he'll tell us some story. And we're like, what, where did you hear about that? (laughs) Yeah. He needs more of that experience. I'm just like, I'm worried about that first week being like, do you remember that show recess? Like that cartoon? Yeah. And how the kindergartners were always just these wildlings that ran around and did body paint and like would like string all all the other kids up like on the, on the, you know, the jungle gym or whatever, because they were the, that was like their little territory. Like, I feel like that's going to be the kindergartners this year to an extreme when they finally get back. Like they're, I feel really bad for the teachers that are in kindergarten when they get that brunt. Like it's just going to be a baseball bat to the face. Yep. I think that's <laughs> going to happen. I mean, it's just what's going to happen. I hope they're going to be okay. No matter what they do. Hey, I have a positive. We went tubing last weekend. Oh yeah. Bro. Not a, not a paid plug. Although we would take it from them. Um, Echo park, which is actually, have you ever been to Echo park? I don't think I have. Dude. It's like right outside of evergreen. Like, Oh, that's it cool. Was like, 45 minutes from town, man. Maybe I mean, you know, I, but we went up there and they have a tubing hill. It's got like a weird escalator that goes up. You ride, take your tube, go down. But like, it was super fun, man. And if you have kids that are stuck, it's something you can do where you're far away from everybody. And like, they don't have to ski and it wasn't too expensive. And you just kind of blast down the hill all morning on these inner tubes. It was super That's awesome. Good. Dude, I, about it. I tell you what, like I, I miss that. I miss going up to the mountains or like outside sports. I used to be one of those kids in college that I didn't have class on Thursdays and Tuesdays specifically. So I could spend that time on the mountain when I had my, my pass, you know, like the super mountain pass or whatever the other one was. And dude, I like, I felt like those were my mountain because like, you know, nobody would go up except for like the hardcore skiers and snowboarders on those days. And it was always empty. Like you could get on whatever run you wanted and you could do multiple runs all the time. And traffic wasn't bad, like all of those things. And then I became like an adult and weekends were the times to go. And it's just terrible. Like when you go from like Tuesday when nobody's up there to Saturday when everybody and their mom is up there. It's just this crazy juxtaposition. So I haven't gone, man, in like seven years, dude. I haven't been snowboarding in a long time. You should go tubing with the kids and see if they like the outside. And then maybe you teach them how to snowboard, dude. It's true. I like that. It, it is true. And it's soft. Well, I think that's a good place, man. Get your kids back to school. We'll have another episode before 
Christmas. We can talk a little bit more about holidays. Maybe we yeah. can talk about the elves on the shelf because I think that's a good conversation. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> I, is mine behind me? There's one of mine hanging out somewhere. Although I have to be careful that the kids aren't around when we talk about <laughs> Um. Yeah, we can talk about the holidays. My son's yelling at four right now, so I need, or four nights, so I got to go yell at him until I go back to class. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, if you like the podcast, we appreciate you uh, subscribing on your favorite player. It helps us, uh, you know, hugely. And also, it's cool because it will notify you that we have uploaded a episode, and then you can listen to it right away, which we appreciate. You can follow the podcast. It is uh, on Twitter, Sausage King, LLC. And on TikTok, German Sausage King LLC. See what we yes. did there? Yeah, it's <laughs> hot stuff. And uh, we appreciate you, uh, appreciate you listening. We'll catch you up with the next Adventures Dan Land. Bye. Adventures. Adventures. Hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. New hot and iced sunrise batch coffee from Dunkin'. A bright and balanced, full-bodied blend, brewed so you can get summering from sunrise to sunset. And even after that, because that's when you can show off those string lights you hung in the backyard. Or re-hung. Enjoy a medium, hotter iced sunrise batch coffee for $2. America runs on Dunkin'. Price and participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply.